What's up, everybody? Happy Friday, July 16th, 2021. It's been a crazy week. Um, if you're able to pay attention, if you're immersed in your living, you know, like most people are, and you're working and taking care of family and trying to just get through this, then maybe it's been just another week. And if you've been plugged into the mainstream news, then Man, I don't know how people do it. I um, I, I check in. Obviously, I have to stay abreast with the crazy shit that they're peddling out there, and it makes it gives me heart palpitations just to plug into that. Um, makes me realize just how strong the propaganda is. But in an effort to organize myself today, uh, and I will share my screen here um to all like one person in the world checking this out but hopefully more over time if they don't totally uh de-platform whatever little platform i have anyway that's one of the things that we're going to talk about so we're going to take the first few minutes here and review these items here and then um and then i tried to break it down and we'll just spend a few minutes on each um gonna be real with you i have to tread carefully, I think, um, because uh, I want to be blunt. I don't want to act like I'm afraid, but I, I also want to be able to use the tools that we have at our disposal because things are getting real. Things are picking up pace. It's not, it was never a joke, um, but it's pedal to the metal now. So um, they are, you know, making no bones about it. Uh, it's pretty frightening stuff. I was in the car yesterday when I heard the news of um, the Surgeon General, who's, uh, for all intents and purposes, is is more like a, um, you know, it's not a very political posting. So I uh, post that is, um, it's, it's not to say that it's not scary, but um, I think it's the first step, right? So he's an official, he's the Surgeon General, he comes out, he, gives this warning as um, to, to add some ethos to it, I guess. And, uh, but what I think it was more, and we'll get into it, was it was, it was a warning with, with subtext to it. So anyway, a review of the establishment's moves this week. So we started Monday and I made a little video about it. Um, I don't know if I can find that. Um, we started Monday with the news of tensions growing with China. We started Monday with um, the news of the protests that are erupting in Cuba. Uh, and we started Monday with the news of, um, of the growing Delta variant and stuff popping off in South Africa. And of course, the assassination of the president of Haiti I think took place over the weekend as well. It's hard to keep up with. Um, and then of course, amidst all, all of this, you've just got this firestorm of, of news going to Googling um, any, any of these topics to see what the official that is, you know, whether it's Fox or CNN or um, Vox or Vice or the Daily Wire, quite frankly, what they're, what they're pumping out is just this toxic soup of um you want to talk panic porn like that's not even really 
an adequate uh, statement. So, um, but I don't want to. I want to try to stay within my time frame here, and I thought it was giving me time, but I guess not. So I should have been timing that shit on my own. Uh, test and time management skills, which anybody who knows me knows I suck at. Which is interesting because I'm about to sort of teach a class next week to a bunch of youngins about time management. Hopefully none of their parents would be like the two people in the world that catch this. But uh, I'm working on it. Make to-do lists. Mm -hmm. What? I'm already... I already fucked this up though. So anyway, so um, starting with Jerome Powell, uh, well, a review of the the establishment. We already talked about the craziness this week. It, it's, it would be impossible to sum it up in, in 10 minutes. Um, needless to say, on Monday, I, I made a quick little TikTok video. Um, I'll put the link below just being like, here's what we're starting the week with, let's see where we end up. And what we ended up with was um, basically our government coming out heavy handed and the velvet glove is still sort of on, but it's coming off. And uh, that's, that's, that's the deal. Um, we went <clears throat> at a breathtaking pace from free donuts to um, like, you know, monster stuff. So Jerome Powell, Jerome Powell, uh, see if I got the link. I mean, you can certainly look this up, but um, Jerome Powell is talking about talking more. Um, it's on there somewhere, but I incl I'm including links and all this stuff. Jerome Powell, basically, uh, if people have been following it, been been talking about the adoption of a possible digital dollar which you can already find, I think, on Coinbase, um, a digital dollar to offset, you know, the, the issues with the cryptocurrencies and stable coin and blah, blah, blah. And he was willing to have discussions about it. <clears throat> and now they're moving more and more towards, I mean, look, here's the deal. The, the digital, digital currency is happening. They've already made up their minds about that. That's, that's part of the agenda. That's how the universal basic income is going to be distributed. It's going to be, and and he says so uh, in the article in the in the Wall Street Journal, I believe that it would be on um, on the on the blockchain, of course. Uh, so that's coming. They're just giving you, they're pretending like there's a discussion leading up to it. Look at it, you know, uh, in a documentary once. I forget who the author was, but he was talking about the war in Iraq, and he's like, Here, here's the deal that most people intuitively probably know. They already made the decision a long time ago to go into Iraq. Everything, all the debate on the news, everything leading up to it is simply the, the, the justification for it. So they came up with the plan first and then they're gonna come up with the reasons for the plan. Uh, they made the decision first. They're gonna come up with the reasons and justification for it as they march toward it. But they've already decided where they're going. All of this stuff is decided. The, the vehicle from how we get from here to that point, that is, you know, they vacillate back and forth on timelines, on, uh, on the nuts and bolts, because they're not superhumans. There's a lot of moving parts, but that's where, that's where we're going. That's where it's going to go. 
hundred percent. Um, so this whole idea that he's like, we might need to get approval for this. We might have to discuss discussions on that. Uh, all that is, that's just nonsense. Um, they've already decided it's just all show. In fact, sometimes I do think behind the scenes, if, if it were me, I'd be like, oh my God, this is exhausting. Do we really need to do all this for these people? Can't we just like, just mow them all down? Because I guarantee you that's the thought that they have. And who knows, we're probably inching very close to that. Probably so close to the line we have chalk dust on our shoes. Um, so digital dialing. I'll include the link below, but check it out. They're talking more about it. They talked more about it this week. You're going to hear more and more discussion around it. Um, and that's just, that's just what it is. So, <clears throat> pardon me. No, no COVID here, so you can't even... <clears throat> It's allergies <clears throat> and uh, I don't know, smoking too many of those CBD cigarettes, I guess. Um, but you can't even do that in public now without people looking at you like you're, you're, you're like a terrorist. So clear my throat, go, you know, because of the, all, all the allergies in Austin. But you can't have seasonal allergies anymore. Mm -mm. Scary. You have seasonal allergies, you're like fucking Osama bin Laden was to people in like 2001. That's what's seriously. I'm I'm like joking, but I'm also dead serious because that's that's the analogy analogous there. So Biden invites the United Nations to come with for a special envoy to investigate racism in the United States. Um, wow, I allotted myself a whole five minutes to discuss that, and to be really honest with you, five minutes is probably too much because. Again, not joking when I say that's dangerous. Um, racism is a wicked sin of the human heart. It is foul, but um, it would not be solved by doing this, even if they were legitimately, even if the officialdom were, were inviting the so-called envoy in really to investigate racism. That's not what they're doing. Anybody really just takes a moment and, and take and breathe and look at this and ask yourself if you trust power. If you're an oppressed minority, you ask yourself, why would you trust power? Whether it's a powerful organization that started off with good intentions and got too powerful, or it's this government. I know plenty of Black people who absolutely i haven't talked to them about like this because it's breaking news and i'm pretty much an introvert but absolutely are questionable our question the entire government whether donald j trump was in office or joe biden was in office or bill clinton was in office or freaking whether if al gore won the presidency they would they've got brain cells to rub together and know the history of government and don't trust it that's that's Street smart. That's street smarts, aka common sense, aka just having two brain cells to rub together, whatever you want to call it. So, um, him inviting the United Nations in here has nothing to do with <clears throat> racial justice. It has to do with dividing the country further. It has to do with um, destroying uh, any solidarity that people, that Americans are, are forming under trying circumstances in an effort to try to reveal the truth and take the mask off this beast this demonic beast that is um, insinuate, not just insinuating itself upon our sovereign selves, but um, 
is uh, sinking its claws in and seeks to make us uh, uh, slaves, essentially, digital slaves. Um, they know that people are, um, you might, you're not going to know it by watching CNN, but they know that out there in the community, people are coming together and it doesn't matter what race you are. People are coming together based on love. People are coming together to empower one another. People are coming together because they're worried. People are coming together to hold on to each other, metaphorically speaking, to brace for the, for the impact. Um, and, uh, and so that's what this is about. You're going to have people who are going to be labeled um, national security threats based on you know, a number of different things, and this is just going to be one of them. So that moves us right into the next one, which is the continued um, effort to get Americans vaccinated and the door-to-door -door campaign. So I'll provide a couple of mainstream links on the bottom, but ask yourself what that means. First of all, the reality is they already know where all the where you know they know the demographics uh, they know who's vaccinated and who's not there's no health privacy at all so you know whatever but they're they're really ramping it up um and you know the the push to get kids vaccinated too by having olivia rodrigo or I forget her name, and I apologize for that. I always butcher names or forget names, and that's uh, I'm I'm legitimately not mocking people or anything. Um, so sorry about that. But anyway, so she comes out at the beginning of a press conference a few days ago. Uh, Jen Psaki invites her on stage, and you know she talks about you know, she's 18 and she's probably doing what she thinks is right. I'm sure she is. Um, but what she's doing is wrong, but <laughs> uh, she thinks that's right. And I can't blame her for that, but it's really demonic and trying to get, you know, uh, using her influence to get young people vaccinated now. In her mind, she's doing a really noble thing. And so I, I can't blame her for that. Uh, but I pray to God that she comes across the right information if she doesn't already have it if she does already have it and she did that that doesn't that that's does not bode well for her soul um but and i mean that like because you did the wrong thing but i don't believe that to be the case i think that she doesn't have the information i hope she comes across the information is brave enough to look at information make an informed decision then decide whether or not she still thinks that every young person in america should go do this if she does okay go with god if she has a moral comeuppance, which I think whether she went public with it or not is what would happen if she took a look at the actual facts, because she seems like a bright young lady, then um, perhaps she could reverse course. But um, so they were going really hard with the campaign. They're talking about monitoring text messages as well about people spreading misinformation or disinformation. Um, scary stuff very scary stuff there so the next piece of news is um we talked about the big part of the plan um for this push toward you know one world kind of governance governed by algorithms and um 
and such and digital governments, um, the 10 digital nations, all that is a big part of that is um, a universal basic income now. Not that this is all that impressive, but I tried to do a little research earlier and uh, just quick before, as I was prepping for this, let's see if I can share this. And I made a little recording and let's see if it'll let me play it just, just to kind of take a look at the project and see who's involved. So let's dun, 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 dun. take a quick look here. So I heard about, let's see, I started with, you have to bear um, with me. I was discussing know. the universal basic income. That's how I got here. This is oh, it's me and my organization. About. But basically, um, this was this organization was linked in an article about um, promoting, in other words, the new universal basic income pilot program that they're rolling out, I believe, in Los Angeles. But before that, they've been rolling out smaller pilot programs across California. And um, they linked to this economic security project. And so I took a look around it, took a couple screenshots. I mean, of course, you know, all of it sounds pretty decent, right? Um, they make the case for why this is a good thing in a lot of ways. Uh, and then you go down and, you know, you look at the bottom of the website and they say, you know, funding disclosure. So I just looked, I, I know a few of these and I just looked at a couple uh, and I decided to go ahead and look at the MacArthur Foundation. Don't worry, I'm not doing a Jeffrey tube and under the table right now. The categories. Now, I know my camera's on. Based on just reading others' research and really becoming more familiar with impact investing. That's one of the first places I went. And then of course I was interested in technology and the public interest as well, but I stuck with impact investments. So I'm not gonna go through all of these here. I'll leave it to the individual, but this tells you just one of the key players behind um, the so-called universal <coughs> basic income that they're saying has no strings attached. There's absolutely gonna be strings attached. And uh, one of the other faves on here uh, is the good old, can't forget about the good old Rockefeller Foundation. And, and who's in, who used to be president of the Rockefeller Foundation? None other than Judith Roden. And um, of course, Rockefeller is heavily invested in this. So again, all connected. Remember the gifters are the grifters. All right. Well, hopefully that showed up. Um, but so the rolling this program out, there are the funders. When you read over the articles and stuff, obviously a lot of the stuff sounds really good because it is a good thing to help people. I have needed help from time to time. I might need help again in the future. The question is um, who you get it from and we should be working as communities, I think, to help each other, not taking it from this government, not taking it from these organizations, because I'll tell you what, the strings that are attached are frightening as hell. The government is already saying, is already saying, I think, you know, not that I hold much 
esteem or confidence in any politician. But Chip Roy was talking about recently how the government is saying, you know, we deserve to know and we've we've shelled out trillions of dollars to support Americans. We deserve to know who's vaccinated and basically anything. Do you think it's going to stop there? And Catherine Austin fits in one of her interviews and then last year, uh, I think it was the movie Plandemic that got banned everywhere. I'm probably going to get banned just for saying that, but don't care. It's bound to happen anyway at some point. Um, she was talking about um, the strings that are going to be attached to receiving all these things. And it's not just going to be with, it's going to start with things like, we want to know your status. We want to know this. We want, And it's going to escalate real fast. You take that universal income, I guarantee you, from these people and these and in this manner. I guarantee you, you're going to owe. We're all going to owe. We're all going to owe. We're, 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 we've all taken something. We've all subs, been subsidized in some way. And now 60 million uh, kids from families that make a combined over $150,000 a year are going to get money too, whether they want it or not. So now they're going to be obligated. So it's a way to buy votes and it's a way to create dependency and it's a way to make you their bitch. And they're accomplishing all of those things and they're doing it extraordinarily well. All right, so a couple other quick uh, issues. Um, the voting rights debacle, um, I'll include just a link for anybody who wants to look at all the mainstream news on it. Obviously voting rights are important, but again, the gifters are the grifters. It has nothing to do with voting rights. I sort of got into this a little bit with somebody commenting on, on my YouTube thing. It clearly hasn't read the bills, but even so, I, it's not like I've, I've read every single one of them. I read Texas, I read Florida. Um, what was the other one? And I've read most of HR1, which is just a, outrageous. It's so frightening. I, I may have shit my pants a, a little. I mean, just a little, but still shit is shit, right? Um, seriously though, scary stuff. Most, most people, nobody's read it. I'm probably like, I didn't even make it all the way through the bill. I made it like 500 and change pages into a, a bill that is over 800 and something pages that started. I thought the first version I looked at was 790 pages, but it's even longer than that. Evidently came in imagine what they added on and, and another hundred plus pages, Jesus. Uh, so anyway, all of this, um, you know, Texas, you know, lawmakers fleeing and all that stuff. Um, that's to keep us busy, folks. So let me make it clear, and it's going to upset perhaps anybody who's made it this far uh, or who clicks on the timestamp to this. Don't be offended. Well, be offended if you want. I can't, I can't help that. This whole argument and all of, I'm sure there's a couple of decent people in the mix, but they don't give a shit about voting rights. They don't give a shit about the issue. And most importantly, they don't give a fuck about you. They don't care about you. Not a little, not at all. In no way. So accept that. Sorry if it's tough. They're doing this for their own political gain or because they're being told to or because they're being paid off. That's it. That's it. That's not to say that voting rights and securing those rights is not of critical importance. Of course it is. Of course it is. It's just that that's not what this is about for these people. And if you think that that's 
anyway. So whatever. <laughs> They're creating a unitary party system so that they can have create absolute rule. And it's not, even if I was into parties, a Republican or a Democrat, it, neither party actually exists anymore. There's just the fucking monster. And that's what's taking shape here. I don't even know or want to take care to take the time to really break down what that is, because you're about to see it. Like I said, except for it's really going to, it's really going to, and I feel there's a piece of me. I keep the whole open paths thing, open paths, like Alison McDowell always says, you know, to people who see it and then, you know, want a path back. But I'm becoming more and more impatient because it's becoming so obvious that it's, it's hard for me to understand how all these intelligent people don't see. But here's what it is. It's that you're plugged in. Unplug from everything for three days and then plug back in. And that shit will look like I'm not I'm dead serious. You don't even need a head full of wine or weed for this. It's going to look like the goddamn Looney Tunes. The cool, the cool ones from the 90s, remember those? Yeah, I used to dig those. Anyway, that's what it'll look like because that's essentially what it is. All right, so Cuba conversations. Um, I'm moved by the protests in Cuba. Um, not very impressed that all of a sudden we've decided to cover it. It's got to make you wonder why. Uh, people have been protesting that government in some form or fashion since its inception. Hello. What's up? But now it's like arms across America, Cuba. Um, all right. The Surgeon General, our Surgeon General came out and he gave a warning. And um, that warning was essentially that uh, he, he considered misinformation on vaccines to be a national, an urgent threat or an urgent concern, a matter of urgent concern. Let's see if um, I still have the, um, the page open there. Uh, and he was pretty clear about, oh, here's an even scarier article that we can look at. He was pretty clear about it, he, you know, about, about how to categorize it and um, that it poses a threat. But in addition to that, calls to, to, calls to isolate and punish the unvaccinated are becoming louder and louder. This is former, and this is from today, this is our former uh, Secretary of Health and Human Services from the Obama administration. Uh, she over, I don't think, she, I don't know if she was sworn in yet for swine flu. Um, she certainly was uh, integral to getting the Affordable Health Care Act passed and all that. She made her little tour de force around the country. I remember how that went. But um, she says that unvaccinated Americans should not be allowed to work, have access to children. So let's just take a quick little look at this. While the vaccination rate, uh, while, vaccina while the vaccination rates lag across the country and we are moving further from herd immunity, new COVID-19 cases are increasing in all 50 states in the last couple of weeks. It remains unclear if Biden, uh, if Biden administration door-to-door -door vaccination plan will improve the vaccination rates as many people see this move as a pressure to get vaccinated. We're seeing, quote, we're seeing this because the public misunderstood the CDC guidance for fully vaccinated people as 
we can now do whatever we want, even if we are unvaccinated. We can now behave as if we were unvaccinated. Um, CNN medical analyst Dr. Leanna Wen told Anderson Cooper on Thursday. So um, let's see. Yeah, that was an interesting article, by the way. The latest data show that shows that new cases are increasing from 10% every week, um, increasing for 10% every week. Meanwhile, at least 38 states are seeing at least a 50% increase in new confirmed cases. As of today, only 48.3% of the U.S. population are fully vaccinated, which is far from the goal to reach 70% of the population um, with at least one dose by July 4th. So... Let's see, I just wanted to see what she has to say here. Is this, let's see. Um, quote, we are in a situation where we have wildly, a wildly effective vaccine, multiple choices, lots of, lots available, free of charge, and we have folks who are just saying, I won't do it. I think that it's time to say to those folks, it's fine if you choose to get, uh, it's fine if you don't choose to get vaccinated. You may not come to work. You may not have access to a situation where you were going to put my grandchildren in jeopardy, where you might kill them, or you might put them in a situation where they are going to carry the virus to someone in a high-risk uh, position, Sibelius said. All right, stop share. I'll include that article. I'm going to end um, with that because... Um, That leaves me breathless. Um, that's she's not the only one making that type of statement. The 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 drum beats are growing louder, and I said this a long time ago. A lot of people with, again, two brain cells rubbed together, said this a long, long time ago, meaning like a year ago. I remember sitting at a food truck at a picnic table outside a food truck with my mom in Florida visiting. And I said, they're going to force this once it comes out in some form or fashion. And they're going to start small. It's not like they're going to put the boot to the door. They're going to start bureaucratically. And then the gloves are going to come off. And that's what we're seeing happening here. And it's going to get pretty aggressive. Um, who knows? People like me may simply disappear. Um, now when she says things like that, you know, I, I, I've made no bones about it and I, and I, I've got my own history and my reasons. Um, but it, it's bigger than that. It's about, it's about the force that they're using. It's about the tactics that they're using and it's about the slippery slope. So what I would say if I hadn't, people who are vaccinated really proponents of this have a hard time looking at I mean you could put down a pile of proof in front of them and they just won't they won't look at it they won't um but I'll say this anyway look beyond the issue of vaccination to what types of force the authorities are willing to use on you because today you may be for it you may agree with it you may think it's for the greater good. Tomorrow, the cause may not be one that you back. And what are you gonna do then? 
because that's exactly what's going to happen and it's not it's not far off in the future it's not like it's going to be next year this time it's going to be fast this agenda this attack on natural life and humanity is against all of us it's against all of us whether you're vaccinated or not now they're going to do their very best to create extraordinary social division and pressure and they're already doing a darn good job it's very effective and they may win they may not i don't know i don't know but i do know this as big as the issue is to me and and a lot of us right now as big as they're going to make it going into the rest of the summer and the autumn it's just one piece if you fold to it, they're going to go for full spectrum domination of every aspect of your life. And people are not going to like that. You, if you're sitting there and you're, you know, agreeing with Dr. Wen and Sibelius that people like me need to be punished, how are you going to feel when the tables are turned and you're being punished for whatever thing? Because it's going to happen. It's not a maybe. It's not an if, and it's not even that far off in the future. You allow them to do this to us. All this is is a litmus test for what people will tolerate. And they're coming after everybody in one form or fashion. So that's it for now. Everybody have a happy Friday. <laughs> and uh, catch you next time.